I don't suck. I'm just learning. I don't suck. I'm just learning. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on another episode of Adulting in Progress. We have everyone here tonight, Kelly, Paula, Vanessa, and myself. We are happy you're here. Most of you guys have heard about gentle parenting, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's just one of, and I'm definitely no professional by any means, Yeah. but it, one of, I don't even think it's new, but we'll just call it an approach to parenting. Um, that's probably different than at least how I was raised and probably how most of us here were raised. Oh, uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, and the way I see it is it's kind of another pressure to add to parents um, to kind of be their best and to be, shall I say, perfect. Um, mm. Yeah. So I was just kind of wondering like how, how you guys feel about that and what other pressures do you face as a parent that's different to maybe how we were parented? Mm, good question. Well, I definitely was not parented in a gentle way. <laughs> and I think it's been a journey of my own in having kids to, like, it's so funny when you're a kid. I don't know if your parents ever said this to you, but you're, you know, something along the lines of, you wait until you have your own kids and you'll know. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of cases, it's true. You don't realize how hard it is until you're doing it. Even if you're an adult and you don't have kids, you don't know how hard it is until you're actually doing it. But certainly as a kid, there's no concept, of course, because you're a kid. So yeah, I've, I've definitely been on my own parenting journey and trying to unlearn a lot of bad habits. Like you pick up habits from your parents. You pick up habits from the people you surround yourself with. You don't have a choice in who your parents are. So however they parented you, you bring those habits and personality traits and everything with you. And I've definitely been trying to undo some of those. And that's been really hard for sure to try and parent yourself and unlearn habits that you've had for 30 years, 25 years, whatever. And do it at the same time. It's not like you get to take a break and then, you know, come back <laughs> actively trying to be different, actively trying to not repeat the same mistakes that I've made and that my parents made. And that's huge pressure because I see some of the ways that my parents had have impacted me, not all of them in great ways. And then I feel pressure to not do that to my kids. And that's, that's hard again, while you're doing it all at the same time, you know, processing and unlearning and relearning and correcting, and then wanting to be well-rounded and raise well-rounded children. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is. Um, it's interesting. Just as I was listening to you speak, I got a thought. Um, and I've thought about this before because we think about, you said, you know, the mistakes and obviously our parents or whoever you grew up with were not perfect. They parented based on what they knew and what they thought and, you know, what seemed like the right thing to do at the time. Um, but what I think about sometimes is the fact that obviously there are things within parenting that are like completely left field that we can all say like, this is wrong, but mm -hmm. everything else in between, it's kind of like, 
gray. Each kid is going to respond differently, right? Um, Most of us grew up in households where you were not the only child. Actually, all of us grew up in households where we weren't the only child. And sometimes what works for one kid is not necessarily going to work for the other kids. So we can say that, you know, one kid, when they grow up, they'll look back and feel as though the parenting style was, you know, not ideal for them. And, you know, they have to do some unlearning as some of us are doing. And the other kid, um, you know, maybe thrived with that sort of level of gentleness or otherwise, right? It's like, I think that's a really bizarre thing about parenting is that there really is no right way. There's obviously a wrong way, I think, but there's really no ideal right way of how to do it. It's knowing your kid and knowing yourself, I feel like, because at the end of the day, you have to be okay with whatever it is. And then, of course, knowing your kid. But Do you think it, that our parents thought about that? I was just going to no. ask that. Not yeah. for a second. No. Right. Not at all. That's no. Definitely not. But the world has changed. So um, there's the quote that I I like that I always remember as well that says the world that you were raised for no longer exists. Mm. So at the time when they parented in the late 80s into the 90s, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? That world is not the same as what it is today. So a lot of the concepts and conversations that we're having today are definitely not conversations that they were having, but the same can be said that the conversations um, that they were having and the things that they had to think about, those are not necessarily things that are on our mind, right? Like as generations, we continue to change and evolve differently. So the conversation is always going to be changing. We talk about, you know, in the Black community specifically, um, we talk about therapy now in 2022. You know, when I was a kid, like what? Even now, I I don't think, you know, my guardian who I was raised by would understand that. Why would you, what? That's not something, right? So I think that just goes to show the way that things evolve. So the world that you raise them for, it just, it doesn't exist. The way that we were raised, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily apply still, I guess is what I'm saying to some degree. Hmm. But to your question of gentle parenting, I, I like the idea of gentle parenting. I really do. I just find it to be difficult. You know, it's difficult to do because it requires you to be gentle with yourself, right? We focus Mm. on being gentle with our children, but it requires you to be gentle with yourself and to be potentially gentle with your partner or co-parent or whoever, you know, your spouse is. And so that in and of itself, it's difficult for me. I won't speak for everybody as usual, Mm -hmm. but it is difficult for me in that sense. Preach. Absolutely. It's way less about just parenting your kids and more about yourself too and why you do the things that you do and why you make the choices and why you react the way you do. And, and like, you have to do a lot of deeping. I like it. Deeping. Deeping. (laughs) You know what I meant. Deep work. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Healing. Yeah. To figure out, you know, your baggage and why you do the things you do. A lot of asks why. When your kids act in a fool a fool, it's hard to take a step back and be like, why do I feel this way? Why, why <laughs> right? am I angry? Well, in the moment. Because you're acting a fool. No, no, no. Like, but why is this a trigger for you? Yeah. Right. It's not right. easy. Like, why can't work. you keep your cool? Yeah. 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 I feel like gentle parenting, when your kid's acting a fool, it's like 
you have to take a step back and be like, gentle parenting is a parenting approach that encourages a partnership between you and your child to make decisions based on an internal willingness instead of external pressures. Mm. So it's like six, six gentle parenting techniques. Every parent should know and try. Understand their emotions. Provide comfort. Be an effective listener. Show respect. Be selective with your no. And I don't know where number six is, but I lost it. The number um, techniques I liked better than the description of the partnership. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like a partnership with your kid. I'm like, pardon me. I don't don't see how you can be a partner. Um, yeah to me (laughs) children can barely 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 communicate why if the lego doesn't fit there they're gonna throw the whole house apart just Mm -hmm. because you know like why do you feel that way well I don't know I I Mm -hmm. just I just do no I don't I don't don't know I don't know about that approach to be quite honest no (laughs) it's not for everybody it doesn't speak to you yeah (laughs) it's not it's not not calling to my my inner soul (laughs) it's not yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's no. a difference between that and positive parenting. Oh, I've never heard about that one. What's yeah. that? Like? I know conscious parenting. Oh, I've heard oh, of that there one. We go. Yeah. It's similar to gentle, right? It's similar to gentle. I haven't heard, I don't know what the exact definition is, but my thought like of what conscious parenting is, it's more so the um, like kind of like you said, recognizing, okay, why does this trigger me? Um, and kind of having that realization around what your actions are and how your actions are um, contributing to the situation and giving mm-hmm. your child, I guess, independence and like self-regulation of their own emotions. So sometimes we like to intervene. So conscious parenting is a lot of like, if they're having a tantrum, it's not for you to then be mad about the mm-hmm. fact that they are having a tantrum, right? It's making a conscious decision of stepping back to recognize in this moment, I am getting upset because they're having a tantrum. What can we do to solve this? What can we do to move forward from this moment? That's a lot though. Yeah. yeah. Well, it talks it has to be really like, it comes naturally to some people, right? And once you're in that head to whom? Can we speak to them? I don't, yeah, yeah, no. Um, but it's not me. So naturally to some people, and once this becomes your mindset of how you approach something daily, it becomes easy. Like once you've been doing it, it becomes second nature. You're not thinking about it. It's now just the way that you are. It's the way that you approach each situation. You have now done the work to be able to regulate your own emotions, which a lot of time is where we are reacting from Mm -hmm. in terms of our children's behavior. It's our emotions that are being triggered. And sometimes it's that we haven't developed the skills of how to manage our own emotions. Mm, Vanessa, you better preach. Mm -hmm. Come on now. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't easy, though. Yeah. I mean, it's hard progress. It's hard. Yeah, definitely a work in progress. It's all in progress. That's for sure. There's no arrival. You just keep moving through it. Just keep it going. Do we think that it is harder to parent now in 2022 versus we'll say our parents were all the same age? So at the time when we were children? Well, yeah, we got junk like this popping up everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Oh, the internet. Yes. Oh, God. Well, I'm into the good old days of no means no. 
Thank you kindly. <laughs> Just kidding. Or not so kindly because sorry, not sorry. Um, well, no still means no, right? That's... But now you have to choose your no's. Well, be selective. Yeah. Don't say no to everything, which I'm sure are. I mean, my parents love the word no. Mm-hmm. So were they saying no for no reason? I don't know if you no. guys have this say. <laughs> of course, of course they were. Mine were. Of course no. they were. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Can I go outside? No. Why not? Outside is cold. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. But wet. Come on. <laughs> One would like to think we're evolving and we're evolving better as a people, right? As we continue. But and there have been so many advances in so many different ways, but there have been a lot of other things that have come along with that. Our parents didn't have to deal with maybe care about what the neighbors saw you do or not do or the volume of your voice. But now it's everywhere you go. The mom shaming is real. You know, some people try and be really authentic, but then as soon as you're putting yourself out there, you're opening yourself up to other people's opinions and everybody seems to have an opinion. So it's really hard to be authentic and share and create connections with this great tool because then you're also getting torn down and judged on everything you do on every level. And I don't think that our parents had that same level of judgment uh, that we do now for sure. And there's a lot more, I think, independence and isolation. I grew up in a neighborhood full of kids and I, I don't remember being inside much. Like I don't remember playing with my mother. Like I'm, I play with my kids. I take my kids to the park. My mother didn't take me anywhere. Like we went, (laughs) I went with the kids, the whole neighborhood. It was like a whole thing. And she had no fear about sending us outside for hours on end. Like I, I don't do that with my kids. Like she could breathe. She didn't have a child attached to her and was responsible for their entertain for our entertainment. Mm -hmm. We entertained ourselves. And now as moms, we have so many pressures, the judgment, society, all of these things, but then your own kids, you're responsible for their entertainment as like, what kind of, what is this? We are you know what I, superhuman. You know what I found out with that though, that has to do with like, um, I'm sure we're all guilty of our kids going on YouTube and watching stuff on YouTube because the freaking parents are playing with their kids on there and you know, and they're like, oh, doing this. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Dame gets to that age. We're like, Dame, we're not Ryan's parents. Like, we're not going to sit here <laughs> and spend five hours with you playing the track. Like, it's not going to happen. It's literally facts. We didn't have that growing up. We didn't watch oh, kids yeah. play with toys. We played with the dang toys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, none of the parents played with the kids. The kids exactly. played with the kids. Yeah, exactly. you know, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, that's it, a good point. I was just point. thinking about that. I was thinking about that because I'm as I'm trying to remember back to all of these years ago. And <laughs> I'm trying not to so many, not so many. ever playing <laughs> with my girl. And I'm like, I don't, I can't, I don't have one single memory. Yeah, because it didn't happen because we weren't influenced in that way. <laughs> Our kids now want to be friggin' Ryan. Like it's not happening. It's ridiculous. It really is. It really uh, is. I don't know how this happened where the kids just are now inside, like in their own backyards and not on the yeah. front streets. Like the outside is scary now. That's why yeah. it's, yeah. it's scary. We don't trust nobody. Like we won't let our kids outside unless we're outside. Yeah. And I don't, I don't. And I don't like being outside. So <laughs> unless my husband's out there with them, they're not going outside. Like it's not happening. Yeah. Really? See, I, can't. I, I let my kid outside. 
Um, cause I feel like he should be able to go outside. I spent so many days mm-hmm. outside riding around my neighborhood on my bike. I was at other people's, you know, houses in front of their garages. Their mom would bring us out snacks. Someone else would bring us popsicles. Like it was just the way that it was. And so, you know, now in the summer when my son's like, oh, he's going to go outside and ride his bike. I, it almost feels weird to me to be like, no, you can't go ride your bike outside. Cause it's like, what, what are we, what are we doing? If you're not able at this age to just ride your bike outside or like to go to the backyard on your own without me having to be out there with you. I don't know. I let my kid go outside. I think there should be a certain level of independence. I think that obviously we can't just let him go anywhere. Um, my son is the oldest, so there's also that as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I don't even know. This might sound ignorant, but like, although the world seems scarier, I'm not 100% sure that it is. Because sometimes I think it's also back to the internet where we know we just more. know about right, it. Right, right. We know more, right? So nobody can tell me that they weren't taking kids in vans in the 1980s. Yeah, they were. We didn't hear about all the stories because there wasn't any way for us to hear about it. But now we can hear a lot more about not what just what's going on in our city, right? Because you watch just the city news. But now I can tell you what's going on in Florida. I can tell you what's going on basically anywhere, right? So that makes a big difference in terms of our... um, Ignorance is bliss. What you don't know, you don't know. It's kind of sad, I think. It is. I agree. But I also don't know how to get past that fear necessarily to allow for that. I agree. Like, I think independence is really important, but also what would I do if something happened? Important, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's the balance that the line that you're kind of trying to walk there is how do I give you independence while also keeping you safe? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not having a heart attack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's key. Do you find that you guys see or hear yourself repeating things or doing things that your parents did or wanting to and catching yourself? Not really. I mean, you guys know my parents were strict Um, growing up. They were strict, but I feel like I didn't really miss out on much. If that makes sense. I didn't think that you're parenting in that same strict way though. Yes and no. I feel like I'm not going to be as strict as them. Okay. But I feel like I'm kind of like instilling the same values and morals, I guess, that like Mm -hmm. my parents instilled in me at that point. Because like growing up, like we went to church and whatnot and everybody would always tell my parents, your daughters are so well behaved. Oh, my gosh. Blah, blah, blah. That was literally like the compliment always. And like my kids are like that. You know, people are always like, your kid's name is so well behaved. Oh my God, he's so sweet. And like, that's literally all you want as a parent is to have somebody tell you that your kid is a decent kid when you're not around, right? So I feel like, I don't know, at that point, I'm doing a decent job <laughs> mm. in that sense. And I don't, I guess I owe that to my parents. I, again, I didn't really feel growing up that I missed out on a lot of things because my parents were strict. So I don't mind carrying on some of those same things. I think I turned out pretty dang okay. (laughs) If I do say so myself. (laughs) I'm trying to think if I say things that my parents, I'm sure I do. I I can't think of what, Um, but I'm sure I say things. I think that my parents, um, 
in my opinion, had a pretty healthy balance of like strictness and independence. Like I did play outside for hours and hours and hours. Um, I was able to like have friends over and go to my parents' house. They obviously had to know the parents. And like, those are the same kinds of things that I will do with my kids. My kids aren't old enough yet to do that kind of stuff. Um, but I do see the importance of like, you know, knowing who your child is spending time with and that kind of, especially if you're, they're going mm-hmm. to their house and things like that, obviously manners and, you know, being polite oh. and being respectful and, and all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. Um, obviously I will do the same with my kids. I don't know. I guess I did a decent job, right? Yeah. I won't go, I won't go as, as far as Paula and say like, <laughs> they did oh. an amazing job. They I did didn't say that. Job. I said, I think I'm pretty all right. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. You're all right as well. You're all right. I, yeah. I, yeah. But definitely different times. I think, Kelly, you're right. They didn't have, I think it was probably as difficult, but the stressors were different. Um, mm-hmm. And not having a child attached to you all the time, uh, I'm sure it makes a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we were outside all day in the summertime until yeah. the streetlights came on. Nobody had to worry about summer camp. Uh, right? No. Summer camp. Yeah. yeah. Summer camp in the no, back. Yeah. Summer camp back you were responsible for your own <laughs> happiness. <laughs> Not summer camp. They didn't have it for you. <laughs> I didn't go to summer camp. Neither did I. Oh, no. No, I did not. My mom didn't work. So it's she didn't need to ever really think about it necessarily, but... Also, she never played with me. So it wasn't yeah. like she was not responsible for my entertainments. I was responsible for my own entertainments. Yeah. I think we're now getting I'm... back to that. Um, I will add that I, I think the the pendulum is going back there. Um, in t- I don't know if you guys have seen like the outdoor spaces, like the play spaces are more natural now um, to kind of spark like creativity and imagination in your kid and to get away from the traditional A plus B equals C, go up the stairs, down the slide, because that gets boring and it gets repetitive. So now how do we get them back to, um, thinking of, you know, the most random games where, you know, now 10 kids are involved and we've been playing it for two hours or um, stuff like that. Yeah. It's definitely hard work. And with technology adds a whole new element. Yeah, it does. Getting your kids off of, you know, iPads. The devices. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all not even in the thick of it yet. Exactly. I know. Yeah. Don't be a battle. Because what you're battling is you're battling online games, which is a challenge, first of all. But then you're also battling their mode of communication. Do you know what I mean? Like, especially us coming out of COVID and in COVID. During that time, I allowed my son to get like a, it's like a messenger app thing. And that was his way of how he was able to talk to his friends that he wasn't seeing because we were all locked up at home. Right. And that remains like even now where, you know, he comes home from school and he wants to log on and go on the computer. And that's how he sits and talks to his friends um, that he used to have back home there and that he has now, like he talks to his buddies from school and it's just, it's their way of communicating to each other. So you're battling with that, right? So it makes it even more challenging because it's not like he's like, oh, I'm going to go outside to the neighbors and the neighbors is best friend from school. It's not like that where when I was a kid, the guy who lived beside me, that was my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? We didn't need to know anything else about each other other than we lived beside each other. We were friends now. So yeah, so it's, it's different in that sense where they can, their world is very much online. It was interesting because 
my partner and I, we were trying to, you know, come up with some different like tasks and chores and things. And I looked at the list and I was like, huh, it's quite a few things on here that are online. Like, why are the things online? Like not chores, obviously, but like some of the different like things we wanted to get them involved. And I was like, they're basic, like your whole world starts to be online. That's so sad in a way. Yes. I feel like, I don't know, this this is probably a whole tangent we could go down, but just in terms of the increased connection, but the decreased connection at the same time, because you're connecting, but there's still a sense of isolation because you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel there's something definitely lost when you're not with a person, or at least you haven't formed that bond in person enough. It's, I don't know, there's arguments for and against it. People yeah, form relationships, yeah. long distance, you know, have long distance relationships, all that stuff. But I don't know. I, I can't imagine that. I just, which is just because we grew up in a different time. Like we didn't really have that to the same degree. Like you, my best friends when I was, you know, in elementary school were my neighbors. Mm-hmm. We didn't go to the same school even necessarily, but we were together every day yeah yeah I didn't go to school with one of mine and it didn't even matter because I knew I would see her as soon as I got home because here we were we you know like and it was very much this sense of community where all of the kids we were just all friends you knew that somebody was going to be outside you didn't have to be like oh, maybe nobody's outside playing Mm. today or, you know, you had to, I never even, I very rarely had to actually go to someone's door specifically and like hope that they could come out because somebody was always outside. And as soon as you see somebody outside, everybody else is coming outside, right? So it was very, it was very different. And it was a very trusting time now that I'm thinking, like it was a very trusting time because there were a lot of days that I was gone all day. I didn't even need to come home for lunch because someone else's mom, you know, (laughs) made us a snack. And like you were just riding your bike on the monkey bars, doing other like random games that you made up. up. Mm -hmm. We were doing like dance performance, like anything that came to mind. (laughs) Yeah. Imaginative play that we have to force our kids to do now. How do you think the mom relationships have changed? Because I feel like when we were we're talking about this, this environment as kids where... The moms are inside doing their own thing, less pressure, you know, whatever they're doing, they're doing it on their own because their kids are outside. Whereas now we're outside with the the kids and we're going on the play dates. We're going to the birthday parties because we don't know the parents. Because <laughs> she doesn't go to the birthday parties. <laughs> well, yeah, your you son like, immediately know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, like pre-COVID, and when you're no, I, you're smaller. I didn't mean for me. I meant like as I'm thinking back to when I was a kid. What? I don't remember going to any play dates. I don't think that was in. I'm saying now. Saying now. I'm saying we didn't have play dates then because our moms, mm-hmm. like we were all outside. You didn't need to date it. You didn't need to figure it out. Right. Played. Now, mm-hmm. as parents, we organize play dates and we show up to them because they're not with our neighbors. They're with people we don't know. You know, mm, I'm still going to sit it out then. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think that the momming community has changed? <laughs> you guys don't do play dates? No, I don't. 
I don't do play dates either, but I'm just imagining like Yeah. <laughs> we have to do some imaginative play. Yeah, we do. Imaginative <laughs> play going back. <laughs> don't kill. Well, my older son I can't imagine. We'd see some kids from school at the parks close by because we all live in the same neighborhood. A couple of times the moms would be like, Oh, I'd love to, you know, have your son over. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like you seem cool, but I don't know you. And then I was never available. Mm-hmm. Oh, did they actually reach out? Yeah. Oh, and so I'm happy to meet you at work. But I like, I don't know you. So I really didn't feel comfortable just sh- like sending my kid yeah. to your house when I don't even know who you are. And at seven, eight, it's not appropriate for me to show up to a play date and just hang out, especially with my younger son. Like I've just come to hang out with you, even though we're not friends. But then I also just didn't feel comfortable sending him there on his own. Like, I don't know what you do in the privacy of your own home. Like, yeah. Just, so well, I've let my son go to um, one friend's house. They went to school together. So after school, they would just walk home together with the mom, of course, and yeah. whatever. And that was fine. I felt comfortable with her because we weren't friends. But it was one of those things that like while you're waiting for your kid to come out from school, we would sit and chit chat and then they would go to the park after school and we would sit and be waiting and like, you know, get to talking and whatever, exchange numbers and it kind of built. And then, you know, after school, we'd be like, oh, can I go and hang out with for I'm like, "Okay, sure, I'll run to the store and then I'll swing back and pick you up. And it was it was fine. I felt okay with that. Um, I don't think that's something that I would do with everybody. So even just this week, my son's come home and been like, oh, you know, would I be able to go to so-and-so's house on the way? I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. That's the same thing with us. At this point, uh, my son comes home and is like, oh, so-and-so wants me to come over. I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, he's, he just lives over there. His dad said it's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, okay. Well. And I was like, but does your dad say it's fine? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. And I said, no, <laughs> like we don't know him. But then there's been a couple of times where like he seemed the dad and then they're kind of like interacting like, oh, yeah, we should set something up. They always he's always saying that he wants him to come over. And the dad's like, oh, yeah, same with him. But it never happens. So I, I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't think we can there. avoid it forever. We're not. There yet. We can, though. We can. No. You can't. You just said that you didn't, you didn't, you know, you didn't want to restrict your kids. Well, you said you didn't, you didn't feel your life was restricted, but you're not going to be as strict as your parents, but you're never going to let them have No, my life was restricted. I said, I didn't feel like I was left. I I didn't feel like I missed out on much. Right. But you said you're not going to be as strict as your parents. Yeah. The other alternative, and this is what I always envisioned, like, I was like, oh, you know, you could just be the house that you could come yeah, yeah, yeah. over. Yeah. Come over to I it. try and have the kid come over to our house. No. Yeah. Then I'm getting to know the kid better. Yeah. And then yeah, you get a better sense of like, you know, maybe you haven't, you don't have a strongly formed relationship with the parents yet, but at least you know what the kid's like and you know. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, something else. Yeah. Yeah. We've yeah. done that with the, the kid across the street. He's come over. He came over the other day. Um, he knocks on the doors. Can Dave come out? We're like, no, it's cold. And he's <laughs> like, but you could come in. I don't know. And then somehow he just ended up playing like in the den, playing video games for a couple hours. So I was like, okay, that works for us. Mm-hmm. But yeah. would we send him over there? <laughs> and it's it literally time. like right across. Like I could, I could see their house. <laughs> Yeah. But I'm like, eh, no, not yet. And the other thing too is that as your child gets older, that will like your feeling will obviously change because they will have 
gained a certain level of independence and maturity and like you can gauge how responsible or not responsible they are and Mm -hmm. that's going to obviously influence your decision right yeah it's true that's the other part of my fear is like how are you going to act when you're not here because you do not act how you should when you're here (laughs) and I'm not trying to send you somewhere else to act a fool Mm. so it's a combination of you know many factors But I feel like kids act a little bit better. Kids, not like teens or anything. Kids act a little bit better when they're not at home. (laughs) You know? Yes or no? They say. Yes, I would say. I'm not looking forward to teenagehood. Nope. That's a whole other episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that for sure is. And I'm certainly not. And that's going to definitely take my momming to a whole new level. For sure. <laughs> you better yeah. read a book or two. Are we, are we going down the gentle parenting path for that one? Ooh. ooh. <laughs> Partnerships. Yeah. I don't know if college is, is it still gentle training? parenting when they're adult, when they're like teenage teens. I don't know what they call it. Probably that has a new, has a new word for it, but there needs to be a new word. Because what happens is they become their own person. They have obviously their own thoughts, feelings, opinions, um, a number of different influences. And your relationship, the dynamic to some extent changes, right? Because again, because they've now gained a certain level of maturity and independence. So you can't necessarily parent the same way as you did your six-year-old, your 10-year-old, and now you're, I don't know, 14-year-old, right? So um, it definitely, ah, definitely adds to the, adds to the journey ahead for sure. <laughs> Stressful. <laughs> Not looking forward. Mm. And on that note, that's a wrap, guys. Thanks for joining us on another episode. And remember, be gentle with yourself. Hey! Oh, no, no, no. That sounded sexual. No, it didn't. Oh, okay. gentle parenting. And you get off on a high note. It oh. did not <laughs> sound sexual. And remember, be gentle with yourself. Toodaloo. Bye. Gentle with yourself. <laughs> hey, that was cute. Boom. Chocolate.